Welcome to our sacred space called the Living in Spirit podcast, where you will notice that we breathe deeper for a little bit longer. We have intentional and thought-provoking conversation amongst our soul family. And we also embrace everything that we are along this journey as we are living in spirit. I am your host, Zane Spirit. We are back, back with a bang. Oh my gosh. Peace and love, y'all. Peace and love. Welcome to 2023. Welcome to season four of Living in Spirit Podcast. (laughs) Welcome to season four. I am so present with the shifts that are taking place and the new creations, the new guests, the new topics, just all of the yummy goodness that is taking place in season four within Living in Spirit Podcast. I'm so excited to share all of it with you, uh, with you all, to all of our listeners. Um, I wanted to take a step back and really reevaluate some things and how I wanted to move forward with Living Spirit. And I'm going to get into all of that good, 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 all that good, good in just a moment. Let's begin with an affirmation and some deep breathing. So if you're listening now, get into your most comfortable space and just inhale as deep as you can. Let the belly expand Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and slowly exhale. Just let it go. Our affirmation or pocket mantra for this episode is, I trust that my divinity is shown everywhere that I go. Everywhere that I am is holy because I am. Everything that I touch is golden because I am the illuminator. I live in the truth of my I am. I live in the truth that I am the eternal. I am everything and everything is me. I bask in that light and in the love that I inherently am. May that serve you deeply wherever you go. And may you share it with the world by sharing your beautiful smile and your radiant energy. All right, another deep breath in. And slowly exhale. Mm. We just out here living and breathing and breathing and living. <laughs> Let's get into some of the changes that have happened and taken place and manifested and cultivated over the last six months. Y'all, this is going to be a little bit of a short episode because I'm going to go deeper into some of my stories, like the actual things that I have um, been present for over the past six months and some of the future episodes. So stay tuned for that. 
But I am going to kind of brief you guys on the transitions that I've made in my life, things that I've manifested in a blink of an eye, just really wild things taking place. First of all, celebrating over 30 wins for 2022, right? Three snaps and a hand clap for that. So, so grateful for all of the features and uh, that I was in, features in uh, Voyage Magazine, uh, Voyager ATL, Memphis. Um, shout out to Emma Shoesmith and the New York Business Podcast that I was featured on. I love, love, love engaging in the community and most importantly, talking about uh, Soul Drive Global, what I do with mediumship, energy healing, you know, ancestral energy healing, mediumship, energy, energetic body contouring, you know, just all of those topics in general, I love to discuss them and I love to shed light on them into the community and how much power we really have at our fingertips truly which a lot of people don't realize that we we do have this magnitude of power that we do have all of these resources right inside of us and we're just sleeping on it right <laughs> we're just in the unknown but when we get to the known we know who we are we really start utilizing all of these tools and gifts like we pull a tool out and we just use it because it's in our handy dandy bag right so it's really been an execution uh, or executing that pulling out my tools and utilizing what I know over the past six months and being able to apply it, you know, and it's different when you learn it in theory, but it's, it's totally miraculous when you apply something that you know, that you have 100% faith in, even if you may have never done it in that particular way, you know your tool is solid. <laughs> you know the method is solid. You know the technique is solid. You know the spirit is going to work regardless, right? And that is the beauty of, of this. That's the beauty of your power. That's the beauty of um, being in practice and just living in spirit. Y'all know how it is. So I really was in a beautiful a beautiful space to witness how everything is in divine alignment and divine timing as well as everything being uh totally up to me of how i want to move into my life i've been contemplating on uh passive income creating new projects uh working on a few projects until i had to put that to the side a little bit and i picked up uh, working with a doula family and I got to see the birth of a beautiful baby boy in November that was amazing very life-changing and transformational I'm gonna have a whole episode about that y'all because that was truly amazing um but it did change me it changed me a lot also uh, <laughs> we moved into a uh, a new space for soul drive global in the city we're in the shy town and I love, love, love being, ha being, first of all, just having more access to the community or being in the community. And I've definitely been more social. I've been more interactive. I did so many performances with the tongue drum and the poetry last year, definitely doing more of that again this year. And it's just been like the transformations and the transitions taking place had me lean into my community a lot more. 
It had me trust and lean into um, the people that I have attracted and just the people that are embodying that unconditional love and in that place of reciprocity with me. And I was able to witness how miraculous that is in my life. And I did not realize how much of a do-it-all person I am sometimes. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that. I don't feel like, you know, I was not prideful, too prideful to ask for help or anything, but I wasn't in need. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wasn't in need of being held by my community necessarily in a physical space or even like emotionally or with my thoughts. You know, I've always had my, not always, but over the past few years, I've had my select soul family that has just been in my space, but I've expanded my soul family and the interaction in my community so greatly over the last six months alone. And I really leaned into that. I leaned into that during these transitions. And there were moments where I had to say, you know what? I accept. I surrender. I hear you, spirit. I surrender, you know? Instead of trying to figure it out on my own, I was like, you know what? I'm going to take you up on that offer. Or, yes, this is what I'm dealing with right now. Is there anything? Um, I'm open to help. Are you available? You know, like, being able to even open up that space to people that I maybe don't have as much history with and to just trust in the divine alignment of meeting these people at the time that I was meant to meet them at, right? Like there has been so much synchronicity in my life and I can't make it up. <laughs> I can't, I cannot storytell about this. Like I cannot, I cannot fathom just like, yes, I can fathom. I can create it in my mind. I have spoken up the community that loves me so dearly and embraces me and embraces Soul Drive and and just in the midst of reciprocity and all that we we are and that we do. I have manifested that. I have created that. But to actually experience it is a whole different thing. It truly is. It's really like I kind of had one foot in, one foot out and didn't realize it because I had my solid five, like I had my few people that I was, that I would talk to, that I would lean into. And I ended up reconnecting again with my uh, twin flame. I even had a discovery, <laughs> a discovery session with spirit about that because for a while I didn't even, I had exited out this idea that I even had a twin flame um, because it was like so, so much processing of trauma at the time that I thought you know that this person was my twin flame and we'll have a whole nother conversation about that later um I still am my twin flame right but I've I've expanded what I know about twin flames and about my experience with them and so I'm definitely going to share that on another podcast but I ended up reconnecting with my twin flame of over three years of not connecting and leaning into that support and that was interesting, you know, like, it's just even people, again, that I just barely met who are just listening and being obedient to spirit in terms of how they show up for me and how they show up for themselves. And I'm just so thankful, so grateful in, in such a place of gratitude and even obedience in the way that I give in my community and 
embrace the things that I can do and, you you know, utilize my toolbox for the greater good in person and not just online. So I've been so much more interactive in person than I have online lately. And that transition has been something that I, Spirit has told me about. Spirit told me that we were moving from the online to the offline. And now I'm seeing that we're actually doing both. Um, it's just about harmonizing those things and getting the offline to work for me um, and to be at my pace even when I'm not present. And what that means is like scheduling my posts, you know, utilizing. Now I have a creative strategy director. You know, I know some of y'all know Blow Talk. Um, yeah, that's my sis. And she we've been working together over the over the year and previously i called her my assistant but it wasn't really the correct title i didn't we didn't quite know how to place the title yet but i'm so glad that we do because she lives up to that that title of and and above and beyond just like creative strategy director but yeah big ups to elise and so i i definitely have been in the motion of receiving help and co-working with people in in our soul family for over the past year but it's still fresh for me in some areas of my life to be able to just lean into that support so easily um and i didn't even realize and so spirit is so miraculous in that <laughs> spirit is so miraculous in being able to show show me and show everyone else like hey yes there's going to be moments of hermit mode there's going to be moments of just being by yourself and doing things by yourself because you have to know you're capable, right? Like this whole time I knew I was capable. I knew I was going to create whatever I was going to create. My hands are on fire right now, y'all. Like, oh, I'm meant to be giving this message. Um, but like I was going to create what I was going to create anyway, but I've ushered it in with ease. What does that mean? To use my resources in ease to be able to collaborate in my community with ease, to be able to do the things that I have envisioned with ease. And that's often with the help of others, right? Like a part of the first stages of spiritual awakening, it often includes you getting rid of so many people, so many people exiting your life, right? I know I have talked about this in previous episodes about me letting go of 10 year, six year, nine year friendships um, at the beginning of my awakening stages and it was because I had to I had to get rid of those things and some things revisited and some did not but either way I had to disconnect from all the people places and things and actions and habits and mindsets that just did not serve me and this version of me that I was um, embodying like shape-shifting into it just wasn't serving me and now I'm at the place where I've been very steady with my boundaries. I've been very steady with my discipline. I have shapeshift into this, this being that I know that I have always been. I have unlayered so many aspects of this human experience that did not serve me. And now, you know, I really am embodying all that I am. You know, I really am embodying it. And I'm pretty sure there's even more to embody. There's even more to discover, right? I'm always open to that. But I know that my intuition and my spirit is leading me uh, consistently 
showing me more and more of myself at every turn, at every vision, at every uh, word that I listen to, every every part of this experience, I'm realizing that I am the experience in every moment. And I am witnessing myself in everything around me. I'm witnessing God in everything around me. And I am able to truly embrace that. And that is so miraculous when for so long, at the beginning stages of this journey, I just, of consciously living this journey, I realized that I had to learn to trust me. And what comes after trusting me, right? Like, what comes after trusting me? What comes after I've taken the, I've taken the, the leaps? What comes after that? I feel like people don't really talk about that. Like, we're like, oh, you got to release. You got to let go. You got to move on, right? And then you move on and then what? <laughs> and then what? Then what comes next, right? And now I'm at this perspective of I'm in the what's next. <laughs> I'm in the what's next. Like I've learned to trust me. I've learned to live my life intuitively. I've learned to be in my flow. I'm refining and mastering that flow. I am in this space of teaching and learning consistently. I'm in harmony and in balance. I'm manifesting all the things that I want literally by just envisioning it and owning it. I am in this place, this very beautiful place in my life that a few years ago, I just only envisioned. It wasn't my reality yet. It wasn't my reality yet, but I knew it would be because I dreamt it. I seen it, spirits hold it to me. It was rang from every prophecy, like literally where I am now is what I have written in notes, notebooks that I have had for years. All of the signs and synchronicities, they link back for years. They, they all link together in this divinely uh, orchestrated experience. And wow. You know, and so now I'm at this next stage of I'm, I'm asking myself, like, okay, what is, what is exciting to me? What's, what's, what is the thing that I need to lean into deeper? And of course that thing is me, right? <laughs> and as I lean into me deeper, and I go into me deeper, and I get to know me deeper, and I can continue to unlayer, continue to do what I'm doing, and I keep at it. I am shown that you know, Soul Drive isn't Soul Drive Global isn't my only thing, but it is such an important thing to me, right? And so I've I'm now transitioning to wanting Soul Drive to function even when I'm not necessarily present. You know, if I'm working on other things, if I'm playing, I'm really transitioning that that word of working to devotion and play. <laughs> so y'all, you know, bear with me. Um, but, you know, in my devotion and play, it looks, it's starting to look different. It's starting to look different. The things that excite my spirit are very different is very different now than what it was even last year, six months ago, eight months ago. Um, even the other day, 
I sat with spirit and about the projects that I wanted to finish last year, but I had to postpone them because I was be doing doula work, which is very time consuming for me. Um, but I had put those things on the back, you know, so that I could work on some other things. And I realized how much I missed working on my personal projects, how much I missed uh, working on the things or devoting myself to the things that really excite me and leaning into that excitement is important to me so now I'm like assessing <laughs> what I what I want to do right like I'm I've been in this place of reflection of this place of introspection and I've been really leaning into me getting to know what what is the right now what is the right now let me not think too much about what i've done or what i have planned for the future what do i want to lean into right now because that's very telling to where my spirit is it's very telling to where my attention and my energy needs to move into and shift into and embrace. And so I'm in this new stage of embracing. Embracing the right now, what excites me right now. I could have a million projects on hold, but if they're not exciting me, I cannot devote myself to them. And I know this. I know this with certainty. I know that it does not serve me to devote myself or play in things that do not excite me. Even if they, you know, I've cultivated this grand master plan around it. It may not be right now, but at least I'll be prepared when it is, when it does come, when that, when that thing becomes my right now, my right now expression. And when it does, I will breathe into it. I will breathe into it deeper. I will allow myself to lean into it fully without spreading myself so thin into all of these different things that I feel like I should be doing, right? Even though the idea excited me for a moment, if it doesn't continue to excite me, that's okay. And I'm, I have made peace with that. I have accepted that some things bring me excitement for a moment and I'm meant to put them down to gain more perspective, to gain experience, tools. And then when I come back to it, I'm able to revive the vision and assemble it in a way and express in a way that is just joyous to me. And everyone has no other choice but to feel that joy from the things that I work on when I'm excited to, I'm sorry, uh, to devote myself in to, right? Like people will feel when I am joyous about my devotion. People will feel when I am joyous about my play. People will be able to feel my intent and my passion and my flow and my breath, my deep breath my embracing, my gratitude, people will be able to feel that just from me only choosing 
to devote myself to something when it excites me. And this may not be the formula for everyone, right? Like, I I understand that. <laughs> I understand that. But for me, Spirit has really emphasized, baby, you do not have to rush. You do not have to put out something or feel any type of way about not putting out something when you thought you were going to. Don't put the timelines on it. Just write out the things that you envision and devote yourself to them in ease, flow, play. Devote yourself to this expression when it is most exciting to you, when it fills you up with all of the tingling feelings and you just wake up and that's what you think about. That's what you think about. That's what just flows through you. It's in your blood. It's in your veins. It's in your everything. You just feel it. And when Spirit brought me that message, you know, I feel like a part of me had been grasping that for a while like I've always known don't rush it obviously like this seems like a very simple message at its core and it is at its core it's very simple but what I recognize is that there takes you know it takes practice in that devotion it takes practice to not be caught up in wanting to finish everything all at once or wanting to even finish a project uh, or continue to work on a continue to devote myself to a project that doesn't feel good to me in the moment. You know, not that it doesn't align with me at all, but if it doesn't feel good right now, why try to force it? You know, like all I'm doing is creating tension in my life. And I realized that a part of me really wants to um, keep promises to myself. And I promised myself that I would devote myself and complete things, not just start them, but finish them, right? But I, I am keeping that promise. If I'm still in my devotion when it feels good, I never told myself that I had to finish everything all in one setting. <laughs> I never promised myself that, okay, Zane, you need to, you need to do this, you know, create this and, you know, don't, you know, just keep working on it. Even when you don't feel like, no, I didn't bully myself into that. Like, <laughs> that's not how my promises to myself work. And I had to reevaluate that. What promises did I make? Am I feeling guilty for not finishing something, you know, like my relationship with myself is my most important relationship. So I had to be real with myself about, you know, am I at a place of, am I at a place of uh, rest with this project? Or do I just need some more inspiration for my devotion? You know, what is it? Sometimes taking a break is some is one of the most beautiful things you can do because it really helps you to see it, to really see it, to envision it, to embody it, and to get a close up to what you really want to shift it into. 
I firmly believe that these transitions for me and downloads for me over the past six months are is definitely going to serve <laughs> you all with what we are bringing to the table in Living in Spirit podcast coming to you this year. So during my away time and reflection time, I realized that I wanted to revamp the podcast and I wanted Living in Spirit to be more interactive. Okay, y'all know my community, our community is the most important to me. I want y'all to interact. I want to see what y'all want to talk about. I want to see who y'all want to have on the show. I want to receive y'all's emails and forms, you know, like y'all know what I'm saying. So I ended up creating a new segment called What Would Zane Do? And a lot of people come into my inbox asking me questions. A lot of people ask me, Zane, what would you do in this situation? And it got me thinking that I really want y'all to start asking this for the world to hear because people have similar questions. (laughs) People have similar questions, similar dilemmas. They want to know the answers. And y'all, you don't have to put your name all out there. The good thing about the What Would Zane Do segment is that it can be anonymous or through another name. And there's a really easy form to fill out. So I'm going to add the form into the description box of our links. So that way you guys can submit a form and hear your question answered on the What Would Zane Do segment. And so I'm super, super excited about that. Very, very grateful um, for the feedback on that segment that I have asked a few people about. And the excitement is there. So, yeah, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Um, The next thing is that we're definitely shifting with our guest segments, adding uh, sound healing segments, more breathing time, okay? And also, y'all heard the new intro. I'm probably going to change it a few times. (laughs) Y'all know how I am, but we're going to find what works. And so far, I love it. And... I am speaking that it just serves you all, that these changes not only serves my excitement to record these podcasts, but serves you all in information and bringing joy to your car rides or your walks or your exercise, you know, whatever you're doing or just rest time. I just speak that living in spirit can be a wonderful Um, way for you all to relate and soak up information, techniques, perspective that can really assist you on your journey and to reflect that living in spirit is, first of all, up to y'all's interpretation, (laughs) but living in spirit is also just the authenticity, the realness, the truth, the love, the 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 I am right like the all and so that embodies a lot of things and as we're navigating through this experience being the experience I speak that this podcast reminds you all of your worth and who you are and how to navigate your situations from a perspective that is helpful to you not only presently, but to the self that you are shifting into. 
Thank you for sharing Sacred Space on the Living in Spirit podcast with your host, Zane Spirit, and brought to you by SoulDriveGlobal.com. I love you, the divine loves you, and we'll see you next time.